0: One, two, three,
1: four.
0: Monster movie. Fun time, go! Monster movie. Fun time, go! Monster movie. Fun time, go! Monster, Monster movie. movie. Fun time, go!
1: With Precious D and Honey Fun time, go!
0: Ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, friends and neighbors, welcome back to 31 days of horror day number 24 with me today returning to the show is my sister amanda lopez welcome back to the show amanda
1: hello thanks for having me welcome everyone i am here
0: (laughs) we're gonna be talking about trick our treat If you're trying to look it Mm -hmm. up, it's Apostrophe R Treat from 2007. It is directed by Michael Doherty, who went on to direct one of the Godzilla movies, I think. Oh, he directed Krampus, which was our Christmas special last year.
1: Mm.
0: (laughs) He did Superman Returns. He doesn't have that many. He has X2, Urban Legends Bloody Mary... Superman Returns, Trick or Treat, Krampus, and Godzilla: King of Monsters. Hmm. So, mm-hmm. well, there you go. I guess he is picky about what he <laughs> directs. Sure. It doesn't. That's from 2003 to 2019. That's not a whole lot of movies well, yeah, in that in that in that period. Uh, let's see. It is 82 minutes. It's in color, and the budget was 12 million. It does not tell me. Good. God, man. (laughs) It doesn't tell me what the box office was. Yeah, I know. It doesn't seem like $12 worth of stuff. I don't know how much of that was just paychecks. There's no huge actors in it, but they're all kind of mid-level people you might have seen here and there.
1: Yeah, that guy or that chick. Mm -hmm. (laughs)
0: Right. That woman, I should say, not
1: chick.
0: (laughs) Uh, Our brother Danny introduced this movie to me. He gave me a copy of it back around 2007. Uh, And I quite like it. What what are your initial thoughts?
1: Well, to be fair (laughs) to the movie, I did have COVID when I tried to watch it the first time. So I had major COVID fatigue. So I kept falling asleep during the movie. (laughs) And that could not be, it's quite possible that is not a testament to the movie and a testament to the fatigue. But I fell asleep and then I woke up when it's one of those, standard now it's super loud things that happens in horror (laughs) movies where it's quiet 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 and now it's super loud Uh uh so i did not make it through the first time and then i i made it through the second time again i was tired i had to focus to make it through so i it's been about probably two weeks since i watched it i thought i should probably watch it again before talking to people about it so third time's a charm i guess i would say it went better this time for sure I made it through. I took notes.
0: Okay. I think you may have now seen this movie more times than I have.
1: <laughs> probably. Yeah, probably.
0: I know I've seen it at least twice. I can't remember if I've hmm. watched it be- between the first time and this most recent time. I may have watched it a third time, but they yeah. were more spread out. They were more spread out. Than right. Right. Our movie features Quinn Lord as Sam. Dylan Baker as Principal Stephen Wilkins. You've seen him in stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. He's got that face. We'll know him, people.
0: Yeah. He's that guy. Anna Paquin as Lori. Yep. Brian Mm -hmm. Cox as Mr. Krieg. Those are both fairly big names. Yes. Uh Uh-huh. Gerald Pates as Young Krieg. Lauren Lee Smith as Danielle. Rochelle Atees as Maria. Britt McKillop as Macy. Jean-Luc Bilodeau as Schrader. Sam Todd as Rhonda, Alberto Geese as Chip, Isabella DeLuce De Luce as Sarah, Monica, Delane as Janet, Leslie Bibb as Emma, Timon Pankett as Henry. He was in Battlestar Galactica. Our listeners might have seen him. Brett Kelly as Charlie, Connor Levins as Billy Wilkins, James Wilson as Alex, Patrick Gilmore as Bud the Cameraman. <laughs> see mm. ernest Harth as giant baby
1: oh yeah yeah mm-hmm.
0: was he just walking around trick-or-treating i don't think he did anything
1: he was set was up was he a
0: victim to be
1: prey yes yes yeah
0: mm-hmm. okay keenan Schnorr as matthew christie willis as mrs henderson richard Harmon as vampire kid and laura manel as allie Okay, got that everyone. That's a lot. It's a lot of people, uh, and that's because this is sort of an anthology movie, uh, except that the stories are kind of intertwined. Yes, we're going to get into the Wikipedia summary now. Okay, thank perfect. you, Wikipedia. The
1: thank film you. is framed
0: as Halloween night in the fictional town of Warren Valley, Ohio. The plot follows a nonlinear narrative with characters crossing paths throughout the film. At the center of the story is Sam. A peculiar trick-or-treater in a burlap pajama costume who appears to enforce the rules of Halloween. I think Sam is meant to be named for Sam Hain, which is not pronounced Sam Hain. Okay. Samhain is an old Celtic pagan festival that Halloween sort of absorbed, got absorbed into Uh All Hallows Eve. So a lot of our spooky crap comes from. Samhain, which is spelled Samhain, but pronounced Samhain because it's Gaelic and nothing is spelled like it sounds. So I think that's why they've named him Sam. The more you know. Yeah. No one actually calls him Sam in the movie.
1: No, I just call him the Little Big Planet Scarecrow, but keep going. We'll yes, to
0: that. that's right. He does look a lot like Little Big Planet. He has orange... Yeah pajamas with footies and then a big round burlap head mask thing Mm -hmm. and as i said this movie came out in 2007 but for some reason this year in the spirit halloween store sam is all over the place Mm -hmm. i haven't noticed him previously he's not like yeah, he's not like uh, what's his name, Jack Skellington, who's always right. there. Right. Or he's
1: always been cool. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. One, he's just always been featured in their merchandise, and he's not yeah. like Freddy or Freddy or Jason or Frankenstein or anything. He just seems to have suddenly shown up this year for no reason. Mm-hmm. So there you go. Uh, but yeah, he uh, we see him throughout the film mostly observing, and he enforces the rules of Halloween. In the opening scene, Emma and her Halloween-loving husband, Henry, return home after a celebratory night. Emma's wearing a homemade robot costume that's like, you know, cardboard boxes and, yeah. and uh, tubes from the back of the dryer and stuff. Mm-hmm,
1: mm-hmm. It's classy.
0: Yeah. and Well, I like that she just went with a robot and not sexy robot or something like that.
1: For sure. Yes, I appreciate and
0: that. He is dressed Henry is dressed as Flash Gordon. But he's like an old-fashioned Flash Gordon. His costume is black and white like he stepped out of the the original black and white Flash Gordon. So I enjoyed his costume as well. Emma who hates Halloween blows out their jack-o-lantern. Man, she for someone who hates Halloween, she went full in on her costume. The
1: den mm-hmm, <laughs> mm-hmm. and decor.
0: Yes. Oh yeah, the yard and everything. Yeah. She blows out the jack-o'-lantern before midnight against Henry's superstitious advice. This is not a thing I've ever heard of, but...
1: No, me either. Before this movie, yeah.
0: As Henry relaxes and falls asleep in the house, Emma begins tearing down the front lawn decorations without his knowing, but is then ambushed and murdered by an unseen assailant. Hours later, Henry discovers her mutilated corpse on display with the decorations.
1: And that's why you don't clean on Halloween.
0: Yes, I've said it once. Day.
1: I've said it a thousand times.
0: <laughs> people are still out trick or treating, and she's trying to take the decorations down. I don't know. What yeah, she's with her.
1: she's that nicely written, stereotypical uptight wife that's like, we've got to pick these up tonight because my mother's coming tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, like, yeah. Wah, 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 and that why well, you don't clean on Halloween, people?
0: Nope. Uh, the next segment is called "Principal Charlie." An overweight child who vandalizes jack-o'-lanterns is caught stealing candy from an unattended bowl left by the school principal, Stephen Wilkins. The bull says take one, and of course he's taken a whole handful. Yeah. Seemingly taking the offense in stride, Wilkins offers Charlie a candy bar while lecturing Charlie on the importance of respecting Halloween rules and traditions, which we just saw can get you killed if you don't. That's right. Charlie gradually feels more unwell until he begins to vomit chocolate and blood. As Charlie dies, Wilkins reveals that he laced the candy with cyanide. Like you do. Yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. mm-hmm.
0: While clumsily attempting to hide the murder, he hands out candy to trick-or-treaters, including Sam. Wilkins attempts to bury Charlie in his backyard, along with the body of another victim. Was there another victim? I don't remember that. Mm-hmm. But is continually interrupted by his young son, Billy. Mm-hmm. His cantankerous elderly neighbor, Mr. Krieg. Yeah, he just starts digging a grave right there. and Yep, yeah. yep. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In view of everybody. And Krieg's dog, Spite. The other victim turns out to be still alive and struggles yeah. in his sack, forcing Wilkins to violently beat him to death with a shovel before anyone can discern the noise. I guess I just didn't catch at all that there were two separate. I victims. think
1: so I thought that was Charlie's body and he was going ahead and dealing with him outside. Yeah. I don't I didn't know that it was two people either. So I thought I'm that was sure.
0: Charlie. Yeah. This might not be anyway. correct. I don't know.
1: Can't, oh, so don't can have we rewind? to the projectile sure. vomiting of Charlie, that's <laughs> true sure.
0: because
1: i wrote down pukes a lot underline underline <laughs> and the first time i watched it i had made it this far that i was like oh god i was having a physical reaction to the amount <laughs> and perhaps the color i was just ugh. normally things like that don't bother me but for whatever uh, reason the chocolate puke, it was a lot. So if you don't like puke, just be prepared for that because it is intense. It feels like it's never going to end. Even when he brings Charlie inside and then he warns him, like, and that's why you don't take candy from strangers. This is what happens if you take candy from strangers. You will vomit very intensely and be drugged into a home. So friendly warning.
0: But it's not a stranger. It's his school principal.
1: Yes, true. He, but he tells him, and that's why, oh, no, he says, Always check your candy. That's what he tells them. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yes. Uh, yeah.
1: Another tradition, Charlie, is to always check your candy. Yes. ha <laughs> Yes.
0: And I should point out that there is absolutely no record of anyone being seriously harmed by anything in their right. candy. And that any cases where they were mildly harmed, it turns out it was like the kid's own father who put the right. thing in the candy.
1: Yeah. So anyways, I just felt we needed to discuss the amount of puke.
0: Sure but but the principal straight up put cyanide he didn't put a pin or a razor thing is if right. if somebody puts a a piece of metal in your candy you're going to bite into it before you swallow right you're not you pro- which is why you're not going to get seriously injured but uh yeah if they jump ahead to cyanide then that could be bad he's
1: also a little bit of a fat shamer on poor charlie telling him it's not good yes. for his diabetes does he actually yeah. <laughs> have diabetes i don't know or was he just being well, a jerk face principal turns
0: out it doesn't matter cuz the cyanide got him <laughs>
1: Right, right. Anyway. So,
0: folks, enjoy your candy, because you never know when the cyanide's going to get you instead.
1: Exactly.
0: When Wilkins returns indoors, he briefly notices Krieg at the window, screaming for help before something seems to attack him. Wilkins guides Billy downstairs to carve a jack-o'-lantern, hiding a knife behind his back. After some hesitation, Wilkins appears to stab Billy, however... Billy is unharmed, and it is revealed that the knife was plunged into Charlie's severed head, the jack-o'-lantern they were about to carve.
1: That's why I think the body in the backyard, sorry, that that was Charlie, and he just took the head off to bring inside for the kid to carve as a jack-o'-lantern. Not that there were two different people. But whatever, Wikipedia, we appreciate you. Good (laughs)
0: effort. Now, Wilkins mentions his son. Billy wants him to do something. He says, I can't. I have a date. I guess he wants him to take him trick-or-treating.
1: Oh, I missed that part.
0: Yeah, he says he has a date. So that's gonna come up later.
1: Right. I know he asked him, can we carve a scary face this time uh-huh. for the jack-o'-lantern? The kid asked him, can we do that? But don't forget uh-huh. to help me with the eyes in the creepy Halloween
0: yeah. kid way. <laughs> Next is Halloween School Bus Massacre. Mm-hmm. A group of teenage trick-or-treaters, Macy. Chip Schrader and Sarah are collecting jack-o'-lanterns when they meet Rhonda, a Halloween traditionalist dressed as a witch. The group led by Macy visits a flooded quarry where she tells the urban legend of the Halloween school bus massacre. Macy Britt McKillop. She was in, oh, what the hell was that show?
1: I don't know. Her face looked familiar.
0: She wears glasses on the other show. So that would throw you off dead like me. She was oh. the younger sister in Dead Like Me, which was on the air around this time. Oh. So they were, uh, but they took her glasses off and tried to make her look s- not quite sexy, but attractive. She's too young to be made too sexy, but they were trying to make her. She plays a real nerd on the other show. Mm-hmm. So they were trying to spruce her up in this movie.
1: I think I've seen her in probably like a teen movie where she was the mean girl. It's the vibe I have.
0: But anyway, Anyway, she takes them to a flooded quarry where she tells them the urban legend of the Halloween school bus massacre. In this legend, eight disabled children were killed by a school bus driver on Halloween. The children's parents, weary of the burden of caring for them and resenting them for their disabilities out of embarrassment, uh, wanted nothing more than to be rid of them, so they paid the bus driver to dispose of them. However, before the driver could complete his plan, one child escaped his shackles and took control of the bus. The boy wound up causing the bus to fall into the quarry, killing the children, though the driver survived. Macy leaves eight jack o' lanterns by the lake as a tribute to the deceased. The group splits up, leaving Rhonda and Chip behind. Rhonda is pursued by horrifying figures, but once she is reduced to tears, the other teens claim responsibility, revealing that they disguise themselves as the dead children in an attempt to prank her. All planned out by Macy. This is just terrible. Rhonda seems to be a little, a little bit slow, or a little bit autistic, or something. Oh, they makes...
1: make some reference to it, and I forgot what it is. They call her a something savant, I think, at some point. Yes,
0: yes. They say that she's a well, idiot savant would be the old-fashioned term.
1: Yeah, I can't if they
0: just said savant or autistic savant or what.
1: Also, the bus driver was never heard from again, is what she says at the end of that. Yeah. When when they, you know, the kids all crash in the bus and go down and it says, and the bus driver was never heard from again, dot, dot, dot.
0: Yeah. But that turns out to not be exactly true.
1: Well, yes. I was, uh, see, I was doing a thing. I was adding some, uh, what's the word? Uh,
0: foreshadowing?
1: Yes. Well, not foreshadowing, but making it exciting. Like, hmm, okay. is this Send true?
0: Yes. Yeah, a little bends. tension. Yeah. Anyway, the, yeah, they seemed they have targeted this girl because she's, you know, different. Yes. Mentally different. They
1: are jerk faces. At
0: first, at first, uh, is it Schrader?
1: Yeah, I don't know the names of those kids.
0: The older of the two boys or the taller uh, of the the two nicer boys. boys. Uh-huh. Well, he acts like he's being nice to her, and he does seem to regret having pranked her. She obviously likes yes. him, and right. he sort of leads her on and makes her think maybe he might like her too, or is at least right. going to be nice to her. But then he still participates in the prank. He does. Let's see. Schrader realizes that the trick has gone too far and comforts the terrified Rhonda while a bitter Macy kicks a jack-o'-lantern into the water. The dead children emerge from the lake, attacking Macy and Sarah. Sarah is dragged away and killed while Rhonda escapes. They had to take an elevator to get down to the edge of the lake. Oh, yes, it was the
1: weird little cage elevator thing down. Mm
0: Yeah. Yeah. So she gets into it and doesn't let them in. Uh, She escapes, abandoning the other three teens to their gruesome fate as revenge for their heartless prank on her. As she leaves, Rhonda encounters Sam and exchanges a nod of respect toward him. Yeah, when we see her, she's got all these jack-o'-lanterns that she's made herself, and they're very well carved, and uh, Schrader compliments her on her jack-o'-lanterns. next we have surprise party so throughout these though we get, we see people crossing over
1: yes yeah with earlier others. in so, one of the other ones i think when the um there was the teenage group friends i think it was then we see the other group yeah. walk by there's those kinds of moments
0: yeah so surprise party is about a, um these 3 4 older girls but we've seen we've gotten a little bit of interaction with them before this and yes. a little bit of the three sort of sluttier girls are urging lori to i don't know what relax or get it over with or something so now is that comes their main story surprise party lori this is academy yeah. award winner anna yeah. paquin
1: not for this film
0: no Lori, a self-conscious 22-year-old, joins her sister, Danielle, and friends, Maria and Janet, for Halloween. She winds up with a Little Red Riding Hood costume that, in her opinion, makes her look like she's five in comparison to her friends' revealing outfits. A staunch traditionalist, Lori misses just trick-or-treating, which her sister and friends casually disregard. The other girls pick up dates, but Lori declines in favor of staying to enjoy the town festival instead. She later encounters a hooded man dressed as a vampire who follows her into the woods and attacks her. Uh, They imply through all their conversation that Lori is a virgin and she just needs to find a guy and get it over with. Yeah. And Mm -hmm. it's kind of saying, you should do that now.
1: And we did see vampire guy earlier in one of the moments of the kind of town square people overlapping.
0: Yeah. She defeats the assailant and Lori's friends unmask the incapacitated man at a bonfire when she forcibly brings him along. He is Stephen Wilkins. So he was biting a girl in the alley and actually biting her, and this appears to be the date that he mentioned
1: earlier. Right. His vampire date.
0: Yeah. Uh, He is revealed to be a serial killer who has sought out victims at the festival. So depending on if the earlier summary was correct, this is either his second or third victim of the night mm-hmm. lori's friends are then revealed to be werewolves shedding their clothing and skin before feasting yep. on their deceased dates they tear their skin off there's a lot of they different
1: sure do. Uh,
0: werewolf transformations in film this one they're just tearing their skin right off of the fur i guess when they go back I didn't later I that was
1: a thing but maybe i should do my research on these I've never seen that on anything where they just <laughs> well, pull it off.
0: In the Wolfman, he just sits down and fades into <laughs> into yeah. wolf form. They right? are
1: pulling it off like a a costume that's like, yeah. ugh, rubber texture looking. It's
0: there's other transformations where they sort of grow and stretch, and it seems really painful as their bones change shape and their skin mm-hmm. stretches mm-hmm. out, but they don't normally just tear off the outer layer to reveal a wolf underneath.
1: Yeah. There are, skin are some suit. that are kind of like
0: that. So this makes me wonder, do they have to do that again a second time when they go back? Do they have to tear off the wolf
1: All right. skin I didn't and have
0: anything. a human underneath
1: it yeah. nicely? <laughs> it was just like rip this skin off. And yeah. yeah.
0: so I'm thinking they got to do this again. I think um, so too.
1: They did not save it for reuse. I'll say
0: that the the hair, the hair isn't going to just recede. They're going to have to tear off. The wolf skin to have new, fresh human skin underneath. Yeah. Uh, let's see, feasting on their de- on their deceased dates. Lori, having decided to make an exception and join them for this occasion, is the last to transform and kills Wilkins before devouring him. Sitting on a log nearby, Sam witnesses the werewolves feast.
1: With a nice little uh, what's a little Red Riding Hood reference, right? Because that's her yeah. costume. So yes, then she has yes. to say the what big eyes you have.
0: Oh, that's right.
1: Because he said it to her earlier. And then now, mm-hmm. ha ha ha, the irony. <laughs> she is really the wolf. Uh,
0: she doesn't seem to transform as much as the others. No. But it is her. Uh, they've indicated this is her first time. So. Yeah. Uh, also, we be able the to then there's
1: Little Big Planet, hanging out.
0: Yeah. Just watching yeah. the
1: stuff go down.
0: And the next section the uh, really the final section yeah other than the little tag is sam krieg wilkins curmudgeonly halloween hating neighbor scares trick-or-treaters off his doorstep as the night proceeds krieg encounters escalating phenomena the house is egged the lawn is filled with ornate jack-o'-lanterns oh i wonder if those are meant to be what's her name's jack-o'-lanterns oh maybe and the hallways and ceiling are scrawled with halloween and samwen greetings Krieg is ambushed numerous times by Sam and eventually manages to unmask his assailant, whose head resembles a frightful hybrid of a skull and a jack-o'-lantern. So it turns out that his head is a big round ball shape underneath the burlap yes. mask.
1: It also almost reminded me of the Krieg, like a gremlin, uh-huh. the face. Like if gremlins didn't have hair
0: okay. and were well, evil. Well, they don't when they transform. Yeah. You like when they transform?
1: Yeah, something about it reminded me of Gremlins. It was horrible and I hate his face.
0: <laughs> so this is then we see the scene from the other side from the beginning where he's yelling out the window and, and the neighbor sees him and blows him off. Uh Krieg shoots Sam several times with a shotgun and pumpkin innards spray from the wounds. So he's some kind of actual living pumpkin thing? Yep.
1: Yeah. Yeah. With a basketball Sam- head. <laughs>
0: Sam proves difficult to kill, and uh, after badly injuring Krieg, he eventually has the old man cornered. Instead of killing Krieg, Sam impales a candy bar in Krieg's lap, completing the tradition of handing out candy on Halloween. Satisfied, Sam spares a confused Krieg and ominously departs. Meanwhile, photographs burning in the fireplace reveal that Krieg is the driver from the school bus massacre.
1: Dun, dun, dun.
0: <laughs> did they just get knocked in there during the fight
1: i don't we just cut to them so i don't know if he was burning them when sam it's shows late. up
0: if he's trying to get yeah. rid of evidence it's a little late right
1: maybe they, yeah yeah maybe maybe just later, in, I don't later.
0: <laughs> maybe in all the chaos they just got knocked in there. conclusion a heavily bandaged Krieg gives candy to trick-or-treaters while on his front porch he observes the street where he witnesses other characters in the film mill about observing Halloween traditions. Billy sits on his father's porch, handing out candy to trick-or-treaters and enjoying himself. Rhonda crosses the street, casually pulling her wagon filled with jack-o'-lanterns along. I guess they weren't her jack-o'-lanterns, because she still has them. And is nearly run over by Lori and the girl's van as they drive by laughing to each other. Emma and Henry arrive at home. Henry relaxes in the home while Emma blows out the jack-o'-lantern as Sam moves in for the kill for breaking a Halloween tradition. Krieg retreats into his home, but immediately hears a knock on his door. These last trick-or-treaters are the children from the bus. They mockingly greet him before proceeding to brutally tear apart and devour Krieg as revenge for their murder.
1: They were playing the long game on that one. <laughs> That's right. They waited a while.
0: They were trapped down in that lake until somebody kicked a pumpkin into it. Uh... Okay, I don't okay. know why they somehow I guess the fact that they got stirred up by the other kids they were now free to go get their revenge finally
1: I see I what was still unclear to me is why Sam started attacking Mr. Krieg in the first place
0: I think because he wasn't participating he wasn't handing out candy like you ought to oh okay
1: because it seemed very weird to me he was intense and then he just left like what yeah. the hell just happened
0: well, but we do see after he leaves, he starts handing out candy like he's supposed to. Right. But right. then, if that's the case, though, he totally overreacts to the woman blowing out the jack-o-lantern.
1: Yeah, yeah. There's some weird rules about Halloween I had no idea.
0: Yeah, he spares Krieg, but then he executes that lady, crams a half-eaten lollipop in her mouth just for blowing out a candle. <laughs> yeah. So Sam's a little, uh, yeah, unbalanced. Hi, <laughs> Inconsistent. Sam is inconsistent. So there you go, trick-or-treat, folks. Uh Amanda, what do you what did what did you think?
1: Well, I'm gonna say what's the like rating or what am I going with? Or is that coming up? Pumpkins. Right.
0: You can just give your general thoughts and then give it a rating. But it's general
1: five, thoughts. Okay. One
0: to five pumpkins.
1: Mm. Well, is it supposed to be amusing or actually scary?
0: Uh, I think it's...
1: Or just entertaining, ne- perhaps?
0: I think it's meant to be humorous as well as scary. Okay.
1: So if that's the case, I would say three and a half. Okay. Yeah. I didn't love it. You may have since picked that up from my voice. <laughs> I didn't hate it. I feel fine about it. I don't feel the need to repeat, watch that again in my lifetime.
0: <laughs> well, you have seen it about three times. I have the first
1: yeah, that first one was pretty rough. So you know, if you're not doing anything, why not watch it now that <laughs> we've we did not get into all the little details that just make it come alive, build the suspense, but I'd give it an A-OK if that's a reading.
0: Okay. All right. Anything mm-hmm. else about it stand, stand out to you? Any parts you particularly liked or disliked?
1: Uh, let me review the notes one moment yeah. as i review what i wrote down we had the nice culturally diverse group of werewolf women so that's cool <laughs> uh, i noticed that uh what else did we have mr wilkins creeposaurus rex for sure but for unicef there's this, some i wrote down for unicef anything for a good cause so there's some reference he makes to oh the kids are collecting jack-o'-lanterns for unicef and he has to say anything for a good cause in just a super creepy way. Okay. While a little big planet's hanging around. And I don't think anything really stuck out to me. It's, if we were going for more art depth to this, I feel that the stories could overlap better instead of it just mm-hmm. being a, a little passerby, like, oh, hey, there's the couple that later we're going to hear about. There could perhaps be some more intertwining of the stories. Mm-hmm. I haven't written a feature horror film, so (laughs) don't listen to me. But it does feel a little disjointed-ish. Okay. The end kind of felt like when you had a writing assignment as a kid in school. It just kind of felt a little bit like that, like when you're in school doing your writing assignment that you haven't fully figured out what's going where. And so you do that quick concluding paragraph and you kind of tie up all the loose ends, but not really that well. That's kind of what it reminded me of. Yeah. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, that okay. junior high writing assignment that you're phoning in, but you gotta act like you <laughs> you thought this thing through. So here it goes this right, person so... walking by and that person walking by and
0: <laughs> So what did you give it? Three and a half?
1: Three and a half. Yeah.
0: Okay. Yeah. Well I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a four. I really like it. There was talk of a sequel way back, like two thousand nine, but nothing <laughs> happened. It seems like the perfect kind of film for a sequel. You just yeah. have that have that kit you could do an unlimited number of these just little short vignettes that aren't enough to make a full movie out of and little sam running around and right one of the vignettes is him beating somebody up (laughs) it had apparently had a rather limited release and then went to video but you know it's got that might be why there's no box office listed because there wasn't like a full proper theatrical release but it's you know it's got a cult following and as we said he's really? all over Spirit Halloween this year so I don't Weird. know why you wouldn't
1: maybe it's a certain generation that were teenagers when this movie came out and so now they're old enough to buy Halloween costumes and so could feel be. reminiscent about it could be. Because I do not remember this coming out at the time at all.
0: No. What says here on Wikipedia, despite being delayed for two years and having only a limited Uh, number of screenings at film festivals, the film received much critical acclaim and has since garnered a strong cult following.
1: Really? Critical acclaim, huh?
0: Yeah. (laughs) Well, maybe you just don't watch enough horror movies.
1: Perhaps this is the problem. Disclaimer to the listeners, I'm not a horror film watcher.
0: (laughs) It premiered at Harry Knowles' Butt Numathon oh, in 2007. Great. It's a festival he used to have every year on his, for his mm-hmm. birthday, like 20, 24 hours of movies, both the combination of classics and uh, premieres. So, that, yeah, that's why it was the Butt Numathon, because you, in theory, would be in your seat for 24 hours watching movies.
1: It reminds me but, of, you know, Love Actually, the Halloween version a little bit with the sure, overlapping.
0: Sure. Yeah. Uh huh. Yeah.
1: I did think of that while I was watching
0: it. I can see that. And in fact, I'm surprised there hasn't been one that was more. Because what was the other one? New Year's Eve.
1: I think they did a Valentine one, a New Year's one.
0: I th- I I think there is. Yeah, that yeah. one just explicitly marketed as if you like Love Actually, you'll right. like this because it's right. the same thing just with a different holiday.
1: Right. So, so this maybe, is the maybe... Love Actually of Halloween.
0: Yeah, I think so, and they should be yeah. marketing it that way. <laughs> Mm -hmm. DC Comics put out uh, an adaptation of it and that is no sequel but a comic book adaptation so there you go Mm -hmm. well yeah uh, so a three and a half from Amanda a four from me I really liked it Uh, I really liked it when I first saw it that's why I chose it is it streaming anywhere let me just check real quick
1: I also have like a 20 inch TV so this could affect the (laughs) I'll just say that for the viewers that really love TV and things. I have this little Uh 20-inch TV on the bar that I was watching it while I had COVID. So we could give them a 3.75 for that factor, (laughs) if if that makes Uh, it any better.
0: 20-inch TV used to be a a good thing. It
1: used to be great, yes. But now I feel like some of that, although this isn't the most visual film ever. um, Right. I don't know where that 12 million went, especially 2007, 12 million.
0: It all, it all went to uh Miss Academy when they, Award. When they pulled <laughs> the Paquin. skin off.
1: Oh yeah. So when they pulled their skin <laughs> off costumes and yeah. to Anna Paquin. Thank you for showing up. Anna.
0: Yep. Werewolves and Anna Paquin ate up the budget. It is not streaming free anywhere or included on any streaming services, but it is available to rent or buy on all the things Voodoo, Amazon, Apple, YouTube, Redbox, all those things. So, there you go. And if you you believe in karma,
1: don't be jerky teenagers who play a trick on somebody in a quarry who's going to come back and get you. And it's not even delayed karma in this case. It's like five minutes later.
0: (laughs) Yeah. Folks, after we recorded this, I discovered there is a Kickstarter campaign for a 15th anniversary omnibus collection of the comic book. It includes the original adaptation, a sequel story, and a brand new, never-before-published story. And there's all kinds of little pins and doodads things you can add on if you care to support that. So I will put a link to that in the show notes. So that will wrap it up. Come back tomorrow for another, in our 31 days of horror, leading up to the finale, Halloween Ends which, as I mentioned before, is in theaters, or you can stream it on Peacock.
1: And I think I really sold that film, so you should watch it.
0: <laughs> Thanks for joining me, Amanda. Is there anything you want to plug before you go?
1: Just keep listening to Monster Movie Fun Time Go, and of course the <laughs> special Halloween series that you have each year. I'm already ready for next year to watch my movie and be a guest on the show. So Okay yes happy
0: halloween everybody so uh until next time i have been your host precious d remember to keep calm and seek shelter in basements and please don't misuse science i will not see you but you will hear me next time on monster movie fun time go you've been listening to monster movie fun time go if you enjoyed the show please rate and review us on your podcasting platform of choice Our theme song is by the Texacato Folk Rock Punk featuring Lita Lopez. You can support the show, find links to our social media, and even leave us a voice message at anchor.fm slash mnftg.